Hi, I'm Sierra. And I'm Stefan. We're here to chit chat about the mystical, the magical, and everything in between. This is Mystic Gossip. And we're here to spill the positivity. All right, Stefan, we're here to spill it. <laughs> we are here to spill it. And we are here to spill it, you know, through mind waves today, through energy waves, and maybe not even through our voices, honestly. Um, we will be silent for the next hour. Please tune in to our energy. <laughs> I will say before hitting record here, um, we had a couple of internet breakdowns and I have a tendency to shut down the internet when I get excited, but I don't even think it was that. I think it was both of us. And it was like, it was more than just that we had, we were having some internet interference and just crazy conversations that were like, all right, let's just hit record because we're probably going to retell all of this when we're actually recording anyways. So yeah you know how we were going to talk about that thing today well we're already talking about it let's just bring it to the people which is like great which is why <laughs> i so appreciate doing this with you because i'm like okay so i'm talking to my magical mystical friend about all this magical mystical stuff and oh i guess we're recording it and we're sharing it with the world as well but it's just Correct. a conversation and with it's you kind of our... <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like that's why we need to record all conversations together but it's like this is a healing process for both of us and um and today, my goodness, we are going to talk about some wonderful stuff today. We're thinking about talking about channeling. Yes. That is our topic today and how Sierra and myself have both entered into the world of channeling recently yeah. in our own ways. Sierra, big time, is having watershed moments yeah. um, and I'm still figuring some of my stuff out. But we thought it would be a really, really good way to talk about when you become uh, magically inclined, spiritually inclined, you know, these are the things that start to happen when you tune in. So Sierra, sure. tell us about your week. You know, that's such an interesting thought about these are the things that start to happen when you tune in, because I have been on a mission to tune in for pretty much, it feels like my whole life. And then I had this moment of being unblocked. And so I'm in this weird space of I'm like, is this what happens when you try to tune in? Would this have happened to me earlier if I didn't have these soul contracts in place from, you know, whatever it is? Is this how people who start early and are tuning into things start having these really, you know, I don't, I don't know. Is this what intuition feels like? And I'm just getting it like backed up for 32 years and dumped on me. You know? <laughs> well, well, you know, I think there's an interesting thing there because I think that there's a difference between instinct intuition that comes from the bot, like the body. Well, I miss, I'm no, I'm going to, I'm going to make a mess of this, but I think that there's a difference between intuition that we feel through ourselves. And then I think that there's a difference the kind of intuition we start to have when we are collaborating um, yes. with others. <laughs> that was a very diplomatic sentence. When we are collaborating with others, AKA aliens and spirit guides and God knows what other things, but yes. That's a great way of putting it. Like there's an intuition that comes from us and there's an, there's another level of it when it comes to collaboration where it's not, it's beyond the gut feeling. And it's like, I know that this message is coming from 
somewhere else, something else, someone else. And that's yeah. what I've really been experiencing lately. And it's so weird to talk about because I feel like there's like a little kid part of me that's still like just the elementary school teacher that like changed their last name on Facebook. So no, of the none of the parents would find me and see what I was up to. And now it's like, I'm going <laughs> to broadcast on a public space that I'm channeling messages <laughs> from very different sources. And part of it, like that societal, like, you know, Capricorn heavy part of me feels like I'm going to be judged as crazy. And I've just been so normal for so long as far as being into all of this and yeah, and but still functioning normally. Like I'm like, wait, but I'm actually have voices in my head now. <laughs> Isn't that certifiable? <laughs> but at the same time, no, it's so it's so spiritual. And and let's take a minute to just like hold space for you and say, like, amazing how how amazing this is that you're in this place and ready to share whether you are or not. I just think it's very brave. And I think that the fact that we're doing a podcast to talk about all this stuff is not come at a, at a, um, you know, random time. And I just think I want to commend you for that because it's so exciting and it's so cool. And, and yeah, there are many people that think we're crazy about everything we talk about. I mean, we shuffle cards for a living, you know? So I think that uh, this is just one of those things that people are either going to have to accept to love you know, or, or they're not. And yeah. who cares about those haters? Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm totally, thank you for that. And I'm totally on that same page, but then there's like, I keep flipping back to like the little kid page, you know, Yeah. but I'm, of uh, course, of course. I'm, I'm on it. And I, I, this is my, this is my current experience. This is what I'm living. And this is what I'm living coming from a background of, you know, pretty, pretty standard. <laughs> pretty standard American background with a really cool and very lucky and, you know, twist to it where I'm very, I'm, I'm a lucky person, but I have so much to be grateful and thankful for. Um, but what has been happening to me since I got back from Egypt and since I went on like a journey last year of unblocking myself, um, I, I really got unblocked and two about two weeks after getting back from Egypt, I started getting channeled writing messages. And my whole message being in Egypt was that I am the record keeper. I found out past life stuff that I was the scribe. And, you know, I know that I've got so much more than just that going on in past Egypt lives, but at present day Sierra in this lifetime, uh, I open up my notebook in the morning. I do my little tarot card pulls. <laughs> I write my little message like I, you know, plan to do. And then there's like this like energy that comes over me and it almost feels like the edges of my vision get a little blurry and a little sparkly and I just start writing and it's almost like I'm writing thoughts that aren't mine and mm -hmm. they I know that they're coming from my guides. I've gotten one message from my grandma and I have now been able to Amazing. through yeah and and through practicing i've realized that i channel messages from my guides and i'm also connecting to other people's guides and at first i couldn't really tell mm. if i was connecting to other people's guides or if my guides were giving me messages for other people 
But then right. <laughs> I have one amazing friend who's like so sassy and I was getting messages <laughs> and I was like, these guides are sassy and they are your guides. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then I was getting messages for another friend. And at the same time that I was like channeling this message, I, I got a message from my guides at the same time being like, oh, we'll talk mm. to you about that later. And I was like, oh. Okay, so I am channeling messages from other people's guides. And I feel like there's part of me that sounds like, what the hell does that even mean? What are you talking about? Is this real life? But like what <laughs> what it is, you know, because this is new to me too. This is something that's really new to me. It's something I've always believed in, but never experienced myself. And I, it's essentially like, you know, sometimes you just get a feeling that you should go check where your car is parked. Sometimes you just get a feeling that you should call that friend. And that's something mm -hmm. where it's like having a feeling that's almost stronger than you in a way. And and I've been having like, that's my, my clear cognizance comes in where I have these thoughts where it's like, it's not necessarily, that's what I experienced in Egypt where I'm having these thoughts that aren't mine, where like I wouldn't have mm -hmm. said the messages to me that I, I wouldn't have had this dialogue in my head with myself. I never would have said that to me. Like I, I wouldn't have been that nice to myself, some of these messages that <laughs> was saying to me you know and, and and you know and you know it's that's so wonderful because like i think it makes me think of journey of souls the book i was reading about um past lives about spirit lives and there's a moment in there where one of the patients talks about spirit guide um debrief after death and the client and the the, the client you know his client is talking to the spirit guide and saying you know why didn't you help me more why didn't you and the spirit guide says i was putting messages into your head all the time i was the one that was those i was put planting those seeds i was planting those thoughts i was putting them there and you didn't listen so i just think it's so interesting hearing that and hearing you talk because you are listening yeah and you're brave enough to admit that you're hearing the messages that those who are guiding you are giving you which is so cool sierra yeah. sorry i'm just excited you know? Thank you. Yeah. No, I like, thanks for being my cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> you're not alone. You're not. Yeah. No. yeah. And, and I think I'm just, it's, it's, it's becoming intense. And I had a yeah. very intense experience today, which I'll get to, but basically how this has showed up for me in the past, like what it's been like two months that this has been going on. Well, first of all, mm -hmm. I have filled up one, two, three, I'm almost onto a fourth journal in that amount of time, which like, <laughs> I felt like the moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be bursting through journals. And then I just looked at my shelves filled with journals and I was like, oh, it was all for a reason. You know, I've been obsessed with journals and pens my mm -hmm. whole life. And it was all for a reason. Um, reason. Yeah. I, I basically, I do my little card pull in the morning, follow me at, at on Instagram at magical.bookclub. Um, I do my little card full in the morning. I write out what the message is in my journal. And that used to kind of be the end of it. And then I would like recount my day or like write what I was thinking. And I don't even know the last time I wrote what I was thinking because I feel like I'm writing what I'm just writing messages now. So I write my little, mm. um, my card pulls. And then it's almost like my guides like step in and they're like, okay, here's the message for you today. Or sometimes I close my journal then and I don't get a message from my guides because I have things to do that day. And I know that it's going to, you know, be a little writing session. But then I have, you know, after I do a session with a client or after I have a, a hangout with a friend and there's someone who's open to this, they're then like, hey, can you mm. like see if there's a message for me or can you ask about this? And so 
I've been getting messages from my guides, kind of almost like putting me, it's almost like I call them and then they transfer the phone call to the other person's guides. <laughs> you know, it feels like that. It's like a conference call. Hold, like, please. Yeah, hold please. And like, you know, put the phone down and then the other guides pick up the receiver. And I'm getting a message being like, you know, this is, you know, it's normally messages that are very reassuring and filled uh-huh. with love, but also filled with like, I don't know, when you're listening to your intuition, it's not um, positive or negative. It's not scary or overly joyful. It's very uh-huh. neutral and mm-hmm. it's very to the point, but it's also, I, I haven't ever yet encountered a message from guides that was anything less than with loving intention behind it. And yeah, no judgment. Yeah. It's kind of like, this is what, you know, we are, we are suggesting you do. This is what we are. Your guides. We're guiding you to take these steps. We're also reminding you of all of your strengths. And, you know, it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit less of like a to-do list and more of like a summary of like reminding you why you're amazing and how you can use that to do what you have to do in the future. And, um, and sometimes it's specific and sometimes it's not. And I got a message personally from my guys reminding me, like I, I asked a, a pretty specific question they gave a pretty specific answer. And I got the response afterwards was remember that we're your guides and this is what we're guiding you to do. But whether you choose to do it or not, we're still here to guide you. If you choose to take the right path instead of the left path, we're we're not going to stop following you. You know, we'll help you right. when going down this path. But it's just our suggestion in order to reach your highest, you know, point, your highest, goals. highest good, your goals. And, you know, I can like, you it, for yourself? yeah, an example would be like, what if my guide said in order for me to reach, um, you know, my, uh, I don't know, like business goals in the most, in the quickest way, I would have to, for a year, live in a different country than my husband. Okay. So that would be the quickest way for me to reach those goals. But maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe even I know, if I know we'd be fine. Maybe I'd rather take two years to reach my goals instead of one, if it meant I got to do it with him in the same place, you know? So I feel like my guides are letting me know what the quickest option is. But they're also like, it's mm-hmm. up to you to choose that or not. And we're still going to help you. You still have free will. And so, Regardless. yeah, that's kind of how it's been showing up for me regularly. I'm busting through notebooks. I am like, <laughs> it's really wild. And, and yeah. And and it and it's exciting. And I, I also feel like one thing to talk about right now is like, um, and I'm being called to talk about too, is like, honestly, and it's a book I'm reading right now, Psychic Self-Defense. Because what happens is that experiencing of anxiety or exhaustion and everything else. And I think something you were kind of mentioning earlier when we were talking was about how sometimes it's quite um, urgent or quite annoying because you're like, I didn't want this now. I don't want this right now. You know, I'm not ready for this right now, or I'm not in a place right, you know. Um, And this, this book and just a lot of our practices with Tower and stuff and what we've learned is like how to close yourself off, how to, how to shut yourself down, how to, say, okay, now I'm kind of putting a sort of energy of defense around me because I can imagine that the stronger this gift gets and the, and the more connected you get, the, the, the more that that could start to become draining. And because this kind of stuff is super draining, by the way, because we are mere mortals, we are mere humans yeah. and we're having experiences um, 
where we're getting information and and where and the information is always there by the way i mean we just and everyone is capable it's not like and you'll hear people talk about this and you know tell us if you feel this too i mean they'll say you know i'm not a psychic but this happened or that happened or i this thing happened or i got this thing and i think it's just a testament to like you can tune in to these things um but when you're doing it a lot it can also be really draining and i don't know how how you experience that that is such a great point. I love that you brought that up because that had never happened to me before. Um, I'm I'm an extrovert. I consider myself an extrovert and never have I felt and understood what introverts must feel until this started mm-hmm. happening to me. And mm. I I always consider myself an extroverted empath, which is very rare because empaths are mm-hmm. normally introverts and it's like you get a certain level and it's like no I do get my energy from people but at the same time Mm -hmm. I do get drained by people's energy it's very weird and it's like Mm -hmm. you have to find that balance I'm the same yeah surprise surprise yeah yeah (laughs) what we're like soul siblings with the parallels here forever (laughs) yeah um but what I have realized is when I started doing this two things um one that I got drained to the point where I never knew that my spiritual gas tank could get empty in the same way that like my human gas tank could get empty. I have never been near empty before. And I am someone who like in the actual gas tank world, like we don't go below quarter tank. I always refill that car. Like I don't play with those fumes. You know? <laughs> and, um, and so <laughs> I, um, I never really, I'm I'm very aware of that. And even with my, you know, my human life, I'm like, I'm feeling tired. I need to recharge or like, I'm going to push myself. And then I really need to fill up my gas afterwards. Like, yeah, I'm going to go hard all weekend, but I'm going to go to bed early. I know I need it. You know, like I'm very, very responsible when it comes to that. And so I've never had to have that responsibility with my spiritual gas tank before. And I didn't know that it reaches empty. And I didn't know how much this drains it because I've never had this access to it before. So that's mm-hmm. one thing. And the second thing is that I felt myself, I was talking to my mom and I got messages for her. I channeled messages from her guides. I was sharing them with her. And then as I was talking to her, I felt messages coming through and I was speaking them instead of writing them. Writing and, them. and I felt I was, I've never been that exhausted before afterwards. I have never felt that exhausted. And I realized that Mm -hmm. my way of doing it in order to like, it's almost like my filter, you know, instead of, I'm just like a, yeah, I'm like a tunnel of information when I'm Mm -hmm. writing like that passageway. Whereas when I was speaking Mm -hmm. it, it was like, I'm that bus driver driving the message that is exhausted and sleep deprived, as opposed to just being like the tunnel that the message gets to go through. And so I've realized that while I'm tapping, yeah. While I'm tapping into these other ways of accessing these gifts beyond just writing, the way in which I don't exhaust myself or burn through that fuel is by writing. And it's not speaking Mm. yet. You know, I haven't reached that point where, you know, it comes quickly through speaking and I I haven't reached that. And if it does happen, because it's happened one or two times, two or three times, really. And I have been like, it was like the gas tank was full and then it was empty. It was, it was that fast. Wow. It was draining. So yeah, I mean, that's interesting for sure. And that tells you 
the scribe energy, I mean, that's why you're getting that message. You know, that's why you found this out. There's not, there's not a random uh, order to the events in which this has unfolded for you. Yeah. Um, Egypt, which you knew was going to be an important trip and, and, and a trip that really broke you open. Um, that yeah. understanding, that scribe message, that first message was like, oh, bing, bing, like Sierra. You know what I mean? It was yes. such a cool sign from the universe. And, and I do believe, by the way, that, you know, when we're, before we come into this life, that we do have our soul team and we have our goals and we know how we're going to achieve them while we set intentions on how we're going to achieve them. And I do believe that we also are somewhat connected to the synchronicities that we experience. I mean, and again, that not to bring back to journey of souls, but that book does talk about a moment pre-life where you and the team that you're going in with, it's like, it's so funny. You and the team that you're going in with have a kind of, not a class, but like a forum where they will discuss the science that you will give to each other so that you can understand whether it's a smell of a perfume or this or that, or what will they need to know? And how will I recognize these wayfinding signs to help achieve my goal in this life? Now, I just think that that is so exciting. And now we really are talking to a certain crowd thinks we are clinically insane, but um, just, (laughs) just go away. We don't want to talk to you or stay because it's really interesting. And you may also learn something. Um, But yeah, I just think that that is so amazing to consider like what, you know, that we, everything that we're experiencing, everything that we are connected to is a game that we've, that we're playing in, that we're not just the player, but we're also the architect and that our spirit guides have been there with us to, to orchestrate the, the, the experience and the goal is to grow and to learn. And I just think it's so cool that you're now connected in this five dimensional, multi-dimensional way, um, just as a testament to your spiritual growth and acumen as well over the, you know, decades and centuries and millennia. It is so wild (laughs) to think about that. It is so wild to think about that. And, and also a good reminder that, you know, even if you haven't had a life-changing trip to Egypt, you know, everybody had a plan coming into this. For them. And and mine that was gonna work for them. Exactly. And I was having these like thoughts. It was um uh, on the Pisces new moon when I had uh the my a sound bath that I did. I was having these like like I was coming in and out of consciousness, having these thoughts and like random things I was thinking about. And I realized that this is one of the thoughts that came up during that time was that when I was so past life stuff normally if you have like a very noticeable birthmark something from your past life like normally a big traumatic thing from your past life you know uh I've got a big birthmark across my knee and I've been told by uh mediums that I I know I was like a Templar knight and I was taken down at the knee and when you're taken down at the knee you're, you're dead, you know, that's it. And so I do, I have, and I, in this life, I fell and injured that knee. So I have like, that is an injury that is like a, you know, a chronic thing that's always going to be with me. And it's definitely part of past life. Yeah. 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 Well, and I also just think that, isn't it a cool thought that Sierra up there was like, in this life, we will injure that knee so that eventually she gets the point of the Templar life. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's like they're both connected. They're both yeah. connected because the truth is, it's like it's leading you to understand who you are and who you've been. Yes. Because it's like this is the learning you're doing in that, 
that is the sign. Sorry to break that up, but it's like, that is a sign no, you're to right. be like, okay, and in this life, she needs to understand this. So let's understand this. Yeah. Um, like and not it's she a needs repeat. To, I need to, I need to. Yeah. I yes. need to, I need to do this myself so that I will understand that Templar life because there's something that happened in that life that is important for me. Now the, the learning continues, the, the job continues. Yes. You know? Yes. So yes. sorry. I, that is, I'm like nerding out right now. Oh, I love that. I'm definitely going to have to look into that because moments? there's, yes, I am. I'm so glad that you said that because like Templar Knights are so like, there's so much of a religion aspect there. And I grew up mm. so anti-religion and then have come mm. into all this spirituality, realizing how much of a religion in a way it is and how I'm the Sagittarius heavy person that is all about philosophy and religion. And so it's very interesting that I'm, I'm like, I'm now mm. going to read that book on Templar Nights that I bought and never read. Um, <laughs> I never read. Yes. Um, but, but the mission the, continues. The mission continues. And, and so I, I knew about like that kind of birthmark situation, but then I had this realization when I was in the sound bath where when I was little, I had like a birthmark, like a mole on my hand and on my neck. And I hated mm. it. I hated it. And I, it was like not offensive. It was just offensive to me. You know, it wasn't anything like wild. Yeah, yeah. It was like pretty small, but raised like on my neck and on my hand. And I would always like, as a kid, like pick that one on my hand off and it was always super painful and it always came back and I was always pissed off. And, um, and eventually in like end of middle school, early high school, I had them removed. And so I have like a little scar on my hand and a little scar on my neck. And it's really not noticeable unless you're looking for it. And I had this kind of realization when I was in the sound bath where I'm like, wait a minute. I know that my block that I was working on unblocking that I worked with one of our friends to unblock and then really got like the dam opened when I was in Egypt <laughs> felt very much at a throat level where I either oh, could oh. access it in my head or I could access it in my body, but it was not connecting through, you know, head to body. And then my hand right. being this scribe, being this... Yeah. You know, and this past week, I have been so called to sing lately. I've been singing. I've been learning mm. little songs on the guitar. I've been singing like crazy. And I'm like, I, I feel like my voice, something about my voice is coming up. And then this whole, I don't know, the, getting these messages, getting the unblocked, having my voice, having it be my hand. I was like, wow, there's something very particular that like with those birthmarks that I had being in those locations that seemed really important for this whole message that's now coming to me, this whole channeling yeah. that's now coming to me. And that was never available More before. Sorry. And yeah. And also thinking about how um, I'll get into this in a minute, but a message that I got today that was very overwhelming, a huge sign that I was getting from it was my head was pounding. It was pounding mm -hmm. and when i was in egypt before i got a really important message about the scribe my head was pounding and then i was thinking as a kid i had chronic headaches i i had mm. to go to vision therapy because we found that it was an eye problem i was in vision therapy for like two years as a kid i had headaches to the point where i was i was bounced around from doctors all the time this was like probably like seven and eight years old i was like eight seven eight nine I got CAT scan, EEG, MRI. I got all of these investigation into why I was having such bad headaches. Wow. And then it came down to an eye problem, like a vision problem. 
And Mm -hmm. I then like went to vision therapy and ended up getting glasses and that like really helped with my headaches, but I still have always had like temperamental eyes connected with headaches. And I, I hadn't had a headache like that since I was a kid. And now when I was like, this message needs to come through. And I was like, wow, I was blocked off. And maybe little kid Sierra was getting these messages and couldn't get it through to my hand, you know, like couldn't get it through to write it out or to say it or whatever it was. And it was just so, you know, so much going on there that it was so overwhelming. And I didn't know what to do with it because I was so blocked off my whole life. And it feels like third eye stuff yeah, too. And I don't want to say no more because we're going to break the internet again. But um, (laughs) when Sierra and I get excited, and particularly Sierra, but now I'm apparently joining her, the internet just, it's just done. It's just not for this world anymore. Um, And it used to happen in our class all the time. Sierra would get excited and then like the whole computer would just explode and and we'd have to wait while she logged back on. Um, (laughs) Sierra has also been known to like turn off the energy in her whole city block. You know, it's just how she goes. She, she... <laughs> oh my God. I literally did do that. I was like talking to my dad. I'm like, yeah, I have like this tendency of like shutting down the internet and like the power sometimes. And then we were in the bank and the entire town lost power and the bank like, <laughs> like rebooted and every, it was just like, it was such a thing. It was, it was like, well, oh, Sierra, you've I think it's me. <laughs> Honestly, I've seen it many times. So I, I actually do think it's you. Um, it's crazy though, because you know, I, I've had an experience with this too. I mean, we we I'm I've I'm get, I've got an, a whole other gift that's developing around channeling, but um the writing channeling, I tried it once because it was like someone had given me advice to do that. And it was after a meditation that I did where I just grabbed a, grabbed my phone actually and just typed and met the message that came, it just like flowed through me. And I have to say that it is a different voice. I I remember that this was like, it's not that I don't remember writing it, but I just knew that. And the way it was written was like poetry. And it was this, and it's very similar to the message that you were, that you received today that we'll talk about. Um, but it was about like um, your voice and your song of truth. I want to read it to you because I think you'll plots when you hear what it was. Because they're so connected, what you and I have received as a mission. And that makes me excited because that's why we're here and uh, chatting with all you lovely people. So, um, yeah. But um, do you want to go into it? Yeah. I. It's so cool that, like, we're having that parallel mission. And, like, that is just, like, a reminder of the whole reason why we started this podcast, I kept getting messages. Well, we we talked about it. And then I kept getting messages from my guides that were like, um, you and Stefan really need to work together because your, your energy together is amplified. When you come together, your light spreads brighter. And like we keep talking about, keep talking about like basically our intro episode was all about how we're here as the positivity queens and, you know, we're spilling that positivity. <laughs> and um. And we really are like working light and spreading light. And I can't, that's pretty much what my message is every day when I'm channeling messages from my guides is that I'm here to spread light and I am spreading light. And I have found that maybe that's a whole nother like episode topic to get into, but so many people that I've interacted with since diving into this gift, they've like given me feedback of like how they feel like activated in a way since 
hearing messages from me. And I'm like, wow, mm. this is like, we're now having that domino effect in this beautiful and bright and positive way. And so, yeah, I, mm. I got a message today. I was channeling normal message, you know, my normal daily, the, the new normal, this is my new normal, my morning, um, <laughs> morning. channeling messages from my guides. And then I got a message from my magical book club group, awesome people being like, hey, there's a sale on this website with tarot and oracle cards. <laughs> and I was like, pause the writing. Let's look at what things I can get on sale. And so I'm looking at them and my head is pounding. And this is the worst I've ever had my head pounding. And I don't even know how to explain it as like, sometimes you have like a pain, like a headache that is pain. And this was a headache that was pounding pressure. It was like not causing mm. me pain. It was causing me extreme discomfort via pressure and like, but repeated mm. like pound, 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 pound. And, um, and so I felt really annoyed. Um, okay. Let's get let's get into it. But the overarching summary is that I was getting I got a message today that was not from my guides. I know that I like if you know about star seeds and you know that's a whole other topic we'll get into. But I know that I like my soul group is from the Syrian group and that I'm a Syrian star seed. And I know that the messages that I got today were from a bunch of Syrians. So let's go ahead and, and drop aliens and angels again, right? <laughs> I know, I was literally about to say, Angels and Aliens is coming, guys, and it has arrived in a very, very, very gateway way, just right now. Just it is. going to introduce is... you slightly. Gateway, Angels just, and Aliens. It's going to drop it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but I, I knew that it was that and not my guides, and I got really mm. important messages. I was like... I, I'm trying to think of how to even go ahead, like, like retelling this. I basically, I didn't feel like I had a choice. I didn't feel mm. like I could finish making my purchase because, you know, I bought some Oracle cards. I didn't feel like oh, we know it. I could finish <laughs> making that purchase. I felt like I had to put my phone down and write immediately or like my head felt like it was going to explode. And so that was like very, it was a little alarming and it was, I, I never felt that I was in danger of having like a, a head attack or something, you know, but it was like mm -hmm. the only way to make this discomfort go away is to write this out. And I don't have a choice here. I can't do it later. I have to do it now. Um, And so. But it's, it's interesting because you started and then you stopped, right? You started writing and then yeah. you were distracted. And that's, so the I also thing, think though. that that's important. You know, I, I really felt that the message that I was getting before was from my guides. And then right. I stopped. And then mm. this felt really, really powerful. It felt really intense. It felt like I didn't have a choice. And if, and it was not my guides that I was getting a message from. It, it was, was like, it was different. And the reason why I have physical proof that it was different too is like my handwriting was different. It was very weird. I was writing. It kind of started off as my mm -hmm. normal handwriting. Mm -hmm. Already, my channeling handwriting is messier than my regular handwriting. But it's pretty loopy. Mm -hmm. I'm like pretty cursive-y with like, I'm like a weird cursive print mix, like erring on cursive, you know? And um, mm -hmm. and then it was getting really, it, it developed into chicken scratch. It was really weird. <laughs> 
It was not my normal handwriting, nor any handwriting I've normally written with. And then I felt like this surge of energy of like, yeah, this isn't working. Like, boom, surge of energy through my hand. And then I started writing huge like huge to the mm-hmm. point where it was getting a little bit more back to my handwriting but skipping lines because the writing got so big and big. i i just had to keep turning pages and keep turning pages and and it was really like really i i just got this urgency this intense urgency whereas i feel like with my guides it's like it would be great if we could get this out now but if you get a phone call <laughs> we'll pick hey. it up after you know and yeah, yeah. and this was like I almost feel like there was just this pocket in time and space where it was like you don't understand like we have this opportunity to give you this message and we need to take it now and yeah, we need yeah, to take yeah. it now and so like that's the part that I started to talk to you about right before we hit record and I was like okay let's just let's just record this um where it's it felt- it, yeah <laughs> yeah and it felt a little violating because I was like I didn't feel like I could say no I didn't feel like I had the choice of being like, I'm not ready to channel this right now. And that was a really weird feeling. And through the whole thing, I never felt anything but positive energy and love and reassurance. But there was an urgency that um, was overwhelming to the point where I felt like a little bit of my free will was taken away, not free will, but like choice was taken out in that moment. And you know what I'm hearing too, is that it's power. Because what I'm what I'm hearing while you're talking, what I'm hearing is power. Like you have been introduced to the power of the beings that are giving you this message and it's really intense and it's strong. Yeah. It's also loving, but even strong love can be overwhelming if we're not ready for it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a, such an interesting perspective because the truth is, let's remember that you always have your free will, right? You could have said not today, yeah. don't want it. Yeah. And, and their practices that you might want to work on. Yeah. You know, yeah. But the thing was, I think it was just like, yeah. you know, when you're going on a roller coaster and you're like, "Whoa, this was a bit more intense than I had expected yes. it to be." Yeah, like you're being moved. I hate you know, roller by coasters. A and yes. it's like you're not actually actively <laughs> moving. Yeah, but it's that. It's that because it's like you're not actually doing physically anything, but but you're, it, but you're sitting moved. in a chair that's taking you through a series of like insane motions. Yeah. Yes. And it's really, really crazy on your body. And I feel like it's a similar feeling of power where you're like, I wasn't ready for this journey, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, love a good analogy. That's a great we way love of the analogy. It. Love it. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can really see that where it was like, it was, there was a lot of power there and there was a lot of, um, I mean, it was positive messages and it was very much this message of what we're here right now is to keep spreading right. the message, keep spreading the light, keep on your mission. You're already doing your mission, but we need to remind you how important it is because it was like a lot of like um, self uh, doubt is a big human emotion. That was what I kept getting from this message that mm-hmm. I was getting is that oh, self doubt yeah. is such a big human emotion and that they know that I'm doing my mission, being spreading this light, doing this podcast, you know, sharing like guided, you know, messages from guides with people and, and constantly like flipping that switch on so that, you know, there is more light in this world, but that self doubt is such a human emotion. And so it was a reminder to never stop 
the mission, which is so funny saying that out loud now. And what we started this episode with me being like, oh my God, sometimes I feel like blah, 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 you know? So it's funny how it's true. I mean, everything they said was true and it was reassuring, but afterwards I, I literally, I was out of breath. I was exhausted. I, my heart, yeah, my heart was pounding and I was like, I was sitting on the couch writing. This is not an exhaustive activity. And yet it was. And yet it was because you were moved through energy. I was, oh my God, there was so much energy. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting to me? Because I know that feeling when you come off of a roller coaster and you're like, oh my God, my heart is pounding. I am exhilarated, but I also feel nauseous and I need to sit down. And you've literally done nothing. Yeah. You know, you've sat in a chair. But it's interesting because I think this is the equivalent of like the message coming through you is such a huge wave of energy. And and I think that's what we need to work on the kind of spiritual maintenance of all of this is like, how do I accept this energy? Like the tunnel that you were talking about, you know, Um, the safe tunnel that was like the channel, the vessel. I mean, all these words that people use for a reason, you know, I mean, people do this and it's incredible. And, uh, and whoa Sierra and it's funny because I kind of want to read like when I had um I have to find it but when I was um yeah here it is when I um did my little bit of channeling um and can I share this yeah it's very short um I wrote I wrote um what is what is here is good and forever lasting yours divine and you have skills like that was already a weird sentence because I I didn't quite understand when I first read it what is here is good and forever lasting yours divine and you have skills and you will use them to benefit humanity through your speech, through your writing, and through your song of truth and goodness. Oh, and, heck yes. And it just hit me. This was years, years ago, um, literally years ago. Um, this was 2020. Yeah. What were the um, circumstances when you got this? Like, what were you doing? January 2nd, January 2nd, 2020. Wow. Wow. One, two, two, zero, two, zero. Um, I was meditating and I, I don't remember all that much, <clears throat> but I was meditating and I was meditating. And I remember at that time I was exploring a lot of different, you know, um, guided meditations and all that kind of stuff. And one had recommended doing some stream of consciousness writing after meditation yeah, and just seeing what came up. And so I kind of was knowing that that's what I would be doing. And I was just zenning out and meditating And afterwards I picked up my phone and I just wrote it. And I was like, what the hell is that? You know? Yeah. And I love that. What is here is good and forever lasting. Yours divine made me understand the passage of time and the mission was that this is forever and this is yours and it's been given to you. And what's so interesting is that, you know, these skills are the speech, writing, singing, truth. These are all throat chakra, air sign kind of elements. And what's beautiful about this is that I know that your message is very, very similar. I am so, I love that we have a similar message. I love that we come together there and that we both found out that it was our message before we found out that it was our message together. And then it was kind of like- Yeah, like we didn't know each other in January 2nd, 2020. It was soon. We knew each other soon after that, I feel like. Not even, 2021. But that is really cool to have 
come to it's like everything was planned out ahead in that way we both you know we're like okay well you need to learn all these things and then come to this conclusion you need to learn all these things and come to this conclusion and then it was the minute that we decided to do this together we were like why are we making this harder for ourselves like why don't we just do it together (laughs) team up double mission Oh my God. Don't break the internet. I got an Oracle card Lace. twice that, um, that was called double mission, but, um, bringing it back to just channeling, like we just shared, yes. a, I just shared a shit ton, but we just shared about like our experiences with channeling. What are your thoughts otherwise? Like how do, have you seen channeling show up before? Have you ever experienced it from other people? How is like, I mean, yes. I think of channeling as writing for me, but I, let's talk about channeling. Well, I, for, so my other experience, that was my only experience with written channeling that I'm really aware of, but something that I've been doing recently over the last couple of years, which is a person, I mean, I've seen it from other people, but something I've done, which is kind of, again, like scared the shit out of me, you know, but also, um, came on so gently that I barely even noticed it. You know, I was doing a, um, meditation for a relationship that I was in. That's all that I will say of that. But I remember, I was in a more than usually Zen state because generally I find it hard to get to that state of like Zen. Um, And I was just in my meditation and I was blissfully sort of just being. Yeah. And I realized that I was saying a thought, you know, when you hold a mantra in your head, like when you meditate and they'll say, hold the mantra, a hum in your head and say it Mm -hmm. over again, or hold, you know, and just like say it over and over and over, say it over and over. It was that kind of thing. Yeah. But I realized that I was saying something different over and over. I was just saying a sentence over and over, but it was a sentence that I didn't understand. And I was like, that's weird. Um, So I broke my meditating in tongues. I sound like a crazy person, but I, I, um, (laughs) I um, wrote down this this like series of sounds that I didn't understand. And then I, just for fun, was like, throw them into Google Translate. And I put them into Google Translate. And immediately what came up was um, Lithuanian. No, it wasn't Lithuanian. Sorry. It was Estonian. Baltic. Close. I don't speak Estonian. I don't speak any Baltic languages. And I was totally surprised because the meaning that came up was patterns that bind you and I lost my shit because the meditation I was doing was actually a cord cutting meditation to cut the cord between me and this person and we had been falling into the same patterns over and over again making the same mistakes and we had done through one of my other friends past life regression I had done around this that spoke of past lifetimes where we had similar patterns, both as lovers, as relatives, as all sorts of things. And this message patterns that bind you, I was like, whoa, it couldn't be more specific. But what was interesting about it was, and what I think I've realized is that if I had just thought patterns that bind you in my head, I would have thought it came from me. Well, not that it didn't come from me, but I would have just, ah, Sierra, self-doubt. I would have doubted myself. I would have been like, okay, well, that's a good message, but you know, it's just coming from me. Right. And this in here lies the problem with human power is like, yeah, even if it did come just from you, that would be, that should be a great message. If you were meditating and you thought patterns and bind us and you're like, yes, I need to break this pattern. That's why I'm here. Then you should expect, accept that. But clearly where we were in our lives, we were more doubtful of our own wisdom. Yeah. And I think coming in a different language meant that I couldn't doubt it. 
because I was like, what the hell was that? I don't know Estonian. I don't know what the hell that means. I, you know, and, um, and it was pertinent. So I had to kind of accept the information as being for me um, at the right moment. And that's been something that's happened a couple of times. Um, well, it's getting stronger and I do it more and more often, but not. And like, again, to Sierra, this is a bit of a like coming out moment with our new gifts, if yeah. you will, coming out of the broom closet, as yeah. you like to say. Um, <laughs> but um, it's interesting because they seem to be always in different languages. I've done it in Arabic. I've done it in Italian. I've done it in all sorts of strange languages and wonderful languages. Um, and I am a triple air sign. So it does make sense to me that my gifts would be in this wheelhouse. Um, but even the other day I was, you know, we were helping a friend with something um, sort of holding space for her energetically while she was working through some stuff. And um, we were doing a bit of a like group meditation, I would say group energy work. And um, I got another message in Italian that just said um, from the ground. And I was like, oh, hey, channel from the ground. You need to bring it from the ground, you know. But for some reason, the voices that are coming to me in other languages. And the thing is, I love language. I'm fascinated by languages. If I won the lottery, I would just not work and go learn every language in the world. I, that's one of my dreams. So this is a super interesting thing for me because... You know, and when I was growing up, when we, I grew up Catholic, the most exciting thing for me was the Pentecost when, you know, the Holy Spirit comes upon the disciples and G, um, and they all get the flames above their heads. So the story goes, the flames above their heads. Oh my God. So I'm having all these moments. And then they all, and then they, so the story goes, and then they were all given the gift of speech to anyone on the planet so they could spread the word. So they suddenly could speak every language or be understood in every language. And I used to think to myself, God, that is so fucking cool. If I could have any gift, it would be that one. I would love to be able to communicate to every single human on this planet. And it looks like I'm getting part of that wish. So weird. I don't understand it. I don't know how to do it. It just kind of happens. So I am, I am, yeah, I'm embracing this, but yeah, that's channeling. I would say no. I'm like shitting myself over here. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm already shitting myself about like, basically before this, we pulled some Oracle cards and tarot cards and kept breaking the internet. And so I can't talk about them fully, but there's a lot of imagery that Stefan's saying, and I don't want to risk breaking the internet again, but I'm like flames on the head. Are you kidding me? Learning all the different languages would be hashtag goals. And the fact like, can we just take a minute to recap what it is that you're having channeling wise, just casually getting different messages in different languages that you don't know, throwing it in Google Translate because we live in that time period where it's okay and available to us. And then they're popping yeah. out actual messages that are corresponding with like the moment that you're in, like that to me. What? I'm also like totally like need to tell my very logical and uh, skeptical husband about that and be like, what do you make of that? You know, what do you but, make of uh, that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sorry. my God. We broke the third, fourth wall. Um, but it's <laughs> funny because it's also like that moment where I'm also just chilling with it. I'm like, OK, I need to. Un and 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 uh, I'm, I want to understand it better. But it is also I, I don't know how to do it. If you know what I mean, it just, I mean, I, I kind of do it. It sounds strange to say it's kind of like making, making it up, but I mean, that's something I think that people 
have to really shy away from when they do spiritual work, tarot cards, everything, any kind of intuitive thing. People will be like, oh yeah, but you're just making it up. And I hate that. Go ahead and make it up. Making it up is the most important first step to the creative process of intuition. When you're just like, well, here's the three tarot cards. Now let me make up the message. Let's just, because the thing is when you make it up, you take all the pressure off. And I'm saying make it up, make it up comes with so much stigma, but it's like when you just start to speak and talk around what you think this could be and you're like, well, you know, I'm not getting this from any source of real knowledge or science. I'm just limit yourself making it up. Yeah, exactly. You don't limit yourself by the, I don't know. Yeah. And I think that we have actually, yeah, Sierra, you just like hit straight to my heart. I feel like we're in a period, we're coming out of a period of the 20th century where we love science. I love science, but there was such a rigidity around knowledge that it was like, there always has to be proof. There always has to be tests. There always has to be, and, and there does. And I agree with that. But at the same time, the way we've been conditioned to think in an educational sense is that we can't be creative um, intuitively creative when it comes to like this kind of thing. It's like, well, that, you know, you made that up. And I feel like all the time when I've allowed myself to move past that is when the good stuff comes, you know, because you're breaking away to some fear around. That is so true. And I did a mediumship class a couple of weeks ago now, and that was like part of the, um, the, I don't know, advice we were given was just say it. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're making it up or if you feel like it doesn't make any sense and, you know, just say it. And I did, and I was accurate on everything that I was saying because I didn't limit myself with that self-doubt that we were talking about. And I don't know, I love that. Yeah, just when I first started this whole channeling you know, I don't know, whatever I'm doing. Like when I first was trying it out, my guides were literally like, test it out with Stefan. Like they told me to do that. And I was like, hey, (laughs) want to test it out? Can I test this out? It was like, but the thing is, is what you gave me some really like good advice afterwards. Like I gave you a message and like you said, it was really impactful and it really Mm -hmm. made sense to you. And then afterwards I was like, I cried. Which triple air (laughs) sign, man, that's a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When I read it, I, I, I got emotional. Yeah. And, and that's like, that is that, first of all, that's just amazing that it did connect in that way, because that's like, that's the point is to just build a connection. And, and, but you told me something afterwards because I was like, can I only do this because I know you, did I only write those things because I have background on your life and you were kind of like, so what? Like, the message you gave me was genuine. And if it's because you knew me, so what? The message is still genuine. Like there was this, I feel like there's also this in that structure where you mentioned, there's also this need to prove ourselves. And that's something where being married to a very scientific, very logical person, he's always looking for the proof of something. And at the same time, you know, hates when like the whole science, uh, the whole like medium, like psychic is like, oh, well, I'm going to prove that I can do this. It's a weird thing where I feel like skeptics are always looking for proof and hating when they're like, you're trying to prove yourself. And I'm like, which do you want? But um, which I you hit- want? Yeah. Yeah. And I really liked what you said where you were like, that message hit me. 
regardless of if you knew me or not. So what's the, you don't need to prove anything. I was affected and touched by that message. And that I feel like yeah. goes back to what you were saying about like the make it up in a way, it kind of is more like, don't limit yourself and don't feel like, you know, don't feel like you have to prove yourself if what you're getting feels right. Yeah. And you know, that goes across all of it, right? Like even don't get me wrong when you're reading tarot for someone and a message comes through or an image comes through and you have absolutely no idea what it's about and you don't know the person and you speak it out and the person connects to that message and goes, you have no idea how accurate that is. Of course, there's a part of our human selves and the ego that gets excited about that because oh, it's like, yeah. yes, you know, oh, yeah. right. Of course, exciting. But at the same time, what you just said is so true about um, you know, trusting the wisdom regardless of if you know them or not. Because like at the same time, you know, when you have people who love you, you know, mothers and fathers and siblings, often when they give you wisdom, it comes from a place of fear and it's coming from a place of, oh, don't do that. You know, this, I don't want you to be up. You know, I don't want to see you fail. Or, I don't, you know, often we get this kind of love from people and not intentionally. It's just that it's so human for people who love us to protect us. Um, so what a gift to be able to be, a friend, uh, you know, a close one that can channel without that fear um, for those you do know. And we also have those moments with our loved ones and our mothers and our fathers where they give us these amazing messages because they know us, just telling us, you know, and sometimes they're not the easiest messages to hear also. And like some of the things that you channeled for me were also trigger points, you know, yeah. um, but that we talk about a lot, you know, yeah. and, and um but like so accurate. And because my ego wasn't involved in the reception of that, I was like, my spirit was like, my God, this is incredible, right? The ego can always be, it's so necessary. The ego is so necessary, but it can also be the one that sinks you into these like, you know, don't, yeah. I don't want to hear that. Why, why are you telling me, you know what I mean? Why, why are you telling me this kind of stuff? And, and we, yeah, I just, I just think it's, it's really, it's amazing. It's so amazing, you know? So, um, what are we, what are we doing? We don't know, but we're doing something. And I, and if you have an inkling and I think that, you know, to bring it back to like other kinds of channeling, I mean, I know I've watched, I've gone down a rabbit hole of Pleiadian channeling before um, because I have a strange connection to that, you know, to that. So another way of channeling I know that I've witnessed is through speech. We spoke about that. And um, there's one woman called Bracha Goldsmith, who is an astrologer and a channeler, and she works at the Pleiades and the Pleiadians, and she is always channeling their messages. And she'll do monthly, I think you would really like it. She does like monthly messages and they're astrologically tied and she's brilliant and she's so happy and light and she brings these messages. And I mean, and it's people say that the Pleiadian energy is very joyful, very loving, very happy, and, and they laugh a lot kind of thing. And she brings these very joyful messages and speaks about humanity from such an interesting perspective. And her voice changes when she does it too. And again, like she is such a sweet person. She has millions of, you know, followers. And I wrote to her once because I was um, curious about, uh, my connection with this Pleiadian energy that had been kind of following me and I hadn't even noticed it. Um, and she was so sweet and wrote back to me and gave me some amazing advice um, and just affirmation. Uh, but wow. I mean, yes. I mean, so people do that. People do connect. Um, Abram, what is it? Abraham Hicks. Yeah. That's another one. Yep. That's amazing. Um, these are all channelers, right? People that channel entities, spirits i believe 
they channel a collective of spirits. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so interesting to like, think about this because I grew up with my mom reading all of these books. Like I know these names because of her, especially Abraham Hicks. Like that's just like, ding, ding, a book that mom has read or like a person that mom is very into. And, um, and it's all about these channeling and her whole thing is she just wants to talk to aliens. And I'm like, am I doing that now? <laughs> I, I think you might be. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I think, something interesting. I think you might be. That's something interesting to bring on to the just channeling topic in general. I mean, we can channel. I, I also... I, I don't know that this totally falls under channeling, but I did channel my first like message that I channeled since Egypt was a message from my grandma. And I feel like when I, I was getting, yeah. And I, I was channeling a message for one of my cousins and afterwards my grandma came in to add to it. It's like the grandma that we share. Mm. And it was the same mm. grandma. And I then am mm. mostly channeling messages from spirit guides. And I feel like your spirit guides are like your cheerleaders, you know, like they're, you know, they're just like this team that's always around you. That's always wanting you to win. You know, they want you to like win the game of life, you know, and, and do your best and, and enjoy it and learn the lessons you need to learn, but they're trying to help you do it in a way that's for your highest good. But then I've now experienced this very new as of this morning channeling, of this i mean syrian energy and so i feel like there's all different levels when it comes to channeling i'm having it in a writing way i know i've had it a little bit in a speaking way before and it just almost felt like i was put in a fog when i was saying these things i was you know which oh my god pulling my astrology into it makes so much sense now but i i think that there's all these different ways that it can come up and there's not one there's not like a one size fits all, as we know, for everything in the mystical and magical, there's no one everything. size fits all. And I feel like that's something hard for us to learn because we both appreciate the structure of learning things. But then it's almost like mm. once you learn the structure, then you can have the freedom to do it on your own. It's like once you learn the rules, you learn where you can break the rules, you know, and there's that when yeah. it comes to this as well. And I think that people channel through art. I think people channel through painting. Oh, yeah. I think people channel through poetry and I think they do it through dance too for sure through dance um I think we are moved you know we are moved Mm. um and connected to greatness I mean there is also music um, music oh my goodness oh there was a there was a um that podcast I sent you recently with the um medium the psychic um who spoke about uh how the strangest request she'd ever had was to channel a song from John Lennon, right? Wasn't it? The spirit of, and she was like, no, that's so weird. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, she was offered like a lot of money to do it. And she kind of said that she was getting melodies and stuff, but none that she would ever like share or like sell in any ways. But like, yeah, what, a strange and kind of hilarious request. Request? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think that that's, it, 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 it's, I mean, let's break it down just for this as like this part of the episode, right? Like channel, to be a channel. It's literally the tunnel you were talking about. And it's like the radio wave, like, you know, tuning in. Yeah. But it really, the idea is that like, when you, when you really, because let, let's take away some of the fear around it. I think, and this is one of the things I love to say, and I don't know if people agree with me, but I'm going to go, we're going to go there. I have always said 
that the matter, the 3D matter, the physical structure of our universe is a mind fuck and source is fucking with us. Like it's, it's, and I've said this to you before, it's, it's a joke and it's on purpose. Like just sheer volume, space, distance between everything is a cage. It's the cage. It's a physical cage. We are all living in a physical cage with physical restraints that we have measured very, very well, you know, and what's interesting about that is- I like how you're like, let's take the fear out of it. Okay, we're in a cage. You've got physical (laughs) restraints. We're in a goddamn fucking cage and- (laughs) Take the fear away. You're a caged animal. Well, we'll we'll get- (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. Trust me, the positivity is coming. It's, okay. it's just that I need to get to here first. Our restraints, our human restraints. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the key, there is no key. But that's the point. There is a key. Um, there is a key out of the cage. And the key out of the cage is the is the spiritual connection that we have, five-dimensional energy. Because when you're in the 3D world, you're bound by the restrictions of the 3D world. And what are we learning? We're learning that. If we took a spaceship to the closest star system to us, of course, a star, it would take, you know, 20,000 years traveling, you know, a little faster than we can travel now. It's insane. We And we are so excited about the fact that we're, you know, Voyager 1, yay, it's been traveling for, you know, since the 70s and it's just left our solar system, like whoopee. Um, <laughs> and we talk about how exciting we are that we send out sound waves. Yay. It's so three-dimensional. It's actually ridiculous. Like one day someone's going to pick up that sound wave. One day, yeah, in like, you know, 150,000 years, um, if you're lucky, you know, you, you won't even have left the Milky Way. So it's like... Yeah, um, it's very 3D. So, it's very 3D and it's a 3D way of connecting to think that you can put stuff on a spaceship and send it out and someone will find it. I mean, it's literally like putting a message in a in a bottle. I mean, people yeah. do find them, but yeah. I mean, what's interesting is for me to get to my point, because now I'm overwhelmed by the scale of the universe, <laughs> um, uh, that I believe that the whole idea of raising consciousness and whole idea of elevating our consciousness and our, and connecting to that side of ourselves and unlocking the mind and unlocking the spirit mind connection is that you start to have privileges. And one of the privileges you get with elevated consciousness is that you get to leave 3D and start to go into multidimensional existence, which means that you can connect with someone 200,000 light years away. You can connect with someone 1 million light years away because, you know, we talk about particle entanglement and what we're learning about atoms that have been connected that now, you know, we know that if an atom is moving here 5,000 light years away, it could also be moving if they're entangled, um, which is wild, right? So we're learning a lot about the universe. But what's interesting is that I believe that it's our privilege. I think that 5D existence, mind connection is a privilege of the elevated consciousness because that is the way forward and once you have because a three-dimensional human being isn't ready for that and isn't isn't in a place where they deserve it quite frankly because then they're still dealing with just tangible problems and they haven't learned how to think in a higher way so that's my thought channeling bringing it back to channeling is when we get to talk to spirit, when we get to talk to spirit guides, when we get to talk to other, we call them aliens, but let's just say other beings yeah. out there because the alien is such a triggering word, like little green man and whatever, whatever. It's like, hey, we're living here on this planet. 
someone's living over there, you know, like someone lives in your neighborhood, someone lives in a different country. It's literally the same thing. Someone just living somewhere else. That's what we're talking about. You guys get to say hello and wave from across the fence because suddenly you have the privilege of elevated consciousness. And I think, I know I've just gone on a total, um, like I've just preached, but I, I, I do think that that is what channeling is about. It's about, it's the email, it's the messaging, it's the, it's it's literally the, you know, it's the text message of the universe. You know, (gasps) you're literally texting Sierra. You're like, I've received the message. Oh my God, this is cool. Channeling (laughs) is the text message of the universe. I am writing this down. (laughs) (laughs) The scribe has come to play and channeling is the text (laughs) message of the universe. (laughs) Well, I think it is. It's really simple. It's just how we communicate with others through our minds. Full stop. That's it. It, I know that's so simple, right? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, we listen, radio waves are picked up and interpretive, interpreted. You know, we do it with technology. We literally do it with technology. We send out radio waves and then the radio picks up the wave and turns it into sound. We do that with waves all the time. So energy waves that have been sent out by the Syrian, you know, you know, beings, yeah. what they can't be picked up by Sierra. Of course they can. And they have been message received. (laughs) And those people are so, (laughs) and those people, okay, we're we're just demystifying this because it's not crazy. And the thing is those people are lovely and advanced and want the betterment of us. So they're like, Hey, this girl, this pen pal of ours living on earth, that crazy fucking place. (laughs) I mean, the whole universe is cheerleading for earth. We always think that they want to take us over. I'm like, Oh my God. No, they're like, come on little guys. You can do it. Stop polluting, you know, save the mother earth. You know, they, they want us to succeed. I'm sure many of them. And I think that when you do get access to that, um, elevated you know phone plan and you get more data <laughs> you just <laughs> we're, we're at like a thousand g not just 5g now you know <laughs> a thousand g come at us with your hate um yeah because i think that that's the thing it's like don't you come do, at us you, i don't want expand, hate. <laughs> you expand your network you literally expand your network and you're you're doing you know universal calls so i think it's really cool i love that that okay that let's let's wrap up the channeling on that metaphor of channeling is basically like a new type of antenna a new type of like way of connecting the the waves of whether it be a text message or whether it be you know that email or whether it be you know it it literally went from yeah it went from attached phone wires lines to you know now we have satellite to now we have you know whatever it is that we like keep advancing on waves and energies and connections to get messages across to farther and farther distances and this is just like another you know phone tower that's up there that we're kind of realizing that us as the phone can activate a different level of it's not 5g it's whatever g now you know we are activating (laughs) a different level of it and that's what i feel like it was for me egypt 
turned on that setting for me and it took a little while to kick in and now it's like it keeps kicking it up a notch but for everybody mm -hmm. else accesses it a different way and you're not crazy and you do need to listen i mean like okay i just for my own like teacher background like there's a whole different level of mental everything and i always think that we need to worry about our human selves along with our spiritual selves so i'm just going to go ahead and put that out there that like there you know i'm not saying like if you break your leg oh i'm going to heal it with my mind like please go to a doctor like whatever it is that is you know an actual physical no and if you're hearing human... like voices that are harmful or yes you know yes see a psychologist you must yes yes so like yeah. i mean that please take all of that with a grain of salt of you know everything <laughs> that we are saying here we are the we're bringing the light we're bringing the positivity we are you know this is all positive messages that we're receiving here so take the human part of it and deal with it in the human way that you need to. But when we're talking about the spiritual part of it, you know, let yourself not like lose the fear of being wrong. Remove that, that human self doubt that, you know, we're talking about and just try, just try. And, and I feel like part of, part of us, like what we both value so much is community and as you're expanding your community and also feel free to reach out if you want to be like, in, you know, a part of a more mystical community. We love spreading community all across the world. And we will connect you. Yeah, please. We yeah. will, we will connect you through. Because I feel like the, the way in which you can remove so much of that fear is by being in a safe space where like, you know, Stefan reassuring me and being like, it doesn't matter if, you know, you knew me or not, that message was real to me and having that reassurance of, hey, just try it out and we'll listen. And we're going to give you that safe space to kind of dabble in whatever this mystical category that you're finding yourself curious about or wanting to expand more of. So feel like tap into your community, find your community. If you don't have it yet, you can do a lot of stuff solo, but also don't don't be limited by that because I really feel like there's so many people out there that are looking to connect with one another on things in this way. And I absolutely think you have to just trust that you can break it open. You, you know, you have, we all have depths that we don't understand. And I think just, just go for it. And also know that there's a gentle way to do it. You don't have to expand everything today or the next day or just go within your comfort level, even though you have to get out of your comfort level. You know, you know what feels good and you know what doesn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you know what is too comfortable and you know what is a little challenging but satisfying, you know? And I also feel like a good way, if you're ever feeling da in danger, if you're ever feeling pain, if you've opened yourself in meditation and you're feeling pain or danger or pressure that you don't like or you don't understand as a message, just send out a big ball of light. Like just imagine yourself engulfed in a big ball of light to send that out there and you will see that it goes away because you're saying so not true. for me, not for me. I'm not opened. I'm And whenever I meditate, I always say only open to the good, keeping out the bad. This is a, this is a net that lets in the particles that are good and keeps out the bad. Yep. And you're allowed to set those intentions. And you should, in fact, set those intentions for yourself before you try any of this at yeah. home. <laughs> the commercial, <laughs> the commercial warning. Yes. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I really, I really like that ball of light reminder. That's something that I grew up. My mom always told me, like, imagine a big ball of white light around you. Like, if you ever feel scared, is to imagine mm-hmm. a big ball of white light. And I still do that today. If I ever feel scared, if I ever feel like I need to protect myself, if I'm doing, I was just, uh, I just saged my friend's apartment. I basically just showed up with a kit, and I was like, "You need this," and she was like, "All right." And and then when right. we were, uh, you know, doing it, and it was, you know, I'm like, "You need." to in order to get all the stuff out of here i was like harry potter 3 patronus this is what you need to like like imagine right now because it's such it's such a real moment of like it is so easy to imagine a ball of white light when we're happy it is not easy to do that when we're feeling overwhelmed or scared and that is that is such a great image to me if it's like this is a really dark moment and the only way, the only way that I know that I can, not even the only way, but like in addition to that, the most amazing, beautiful and powerful way that I can get rid of this dark energy is to is to grasp that positive yes. little spark and turn it into a huge glowing orb that just like whoo and zaps out anything in its path. It's too bright for anything dark to be anywhere near it. And it, it is can. not easy but that is a, it's very, very powerful. So I, I second that. I love that. Yes. And I also think that we should also call out that like the heebie-jeebies aren't always (laughs) heebie-jeebies. Like the dark feeling or the, (laughs) (laughs) the dark feeling you might be getting or the evil sense or the thing often it's not it. I, I, I don't say that there's not things you should be scared of, but Sometimes things that appear, like Sierra says, the pressure that appeared in her head today wasn't the harbinger of some evil force that was trying to connect to her. It was a sign that there was connection in a human way. So someone might be really afraid of that pressure. That's also okay. But you need to know when you're feeling safe to open up. You can never connect to anything if you are closed, right? That's, that's, That's number one. But often the things that we feel are really heavy, um, aren't necessarily like evil ghosts or ghouls or, you know, some evil force. It's um, often a sign that you are connecting and that you're anxious about it. I was going to say, it's the same concept as when you are wanting to connect and get messages and discerning between, is this intuition or is this anxiety? And if I'm having a bodily reaction yes. to it, anxiety. If it is anything that is negative or scary, anxiety. If it is neutral or erring on, you know, I'm just going to stick with neutral because I think sometimes we can say something positive to ourselves to amp ourselves up as like uh, trying to talk ourselves into something. So if it is neutral right. and it's not causing any body reaction. It's not giving you a bad feeling in your stomach. It's not even making you excited. It's just a message received. It's neutral. That is, you know, like today, it was just a pressure in my head. It, I wasn't afraid of it. I wasn't excited about it. I, it was a really intense pressure in my head. It was, it was an action that was happening, but it was a pretty neutral sentiment attached to it. Yeah. And I also think that like, there are times when you feel like recently I was walking on the street and I suddenly started to feel physically anxious, not in a good way, physically anxious. And I had my headphones in, so I wasn't very aware, but I felt physically anxious. And I just, because I've become a bit more aware recently about this kind of energy play, the first thought would have been in the past would have been, oh my God, this is me. And this time I looked around and thought, wait, let's check my environment. 
Let's check. I might be having a little psychic anxiety right now, you know? And I looked around and there was a crazy person on the other side of the street harassing people and being massive and violent and massive, you know, energetically. And my body was picking up on it and saying, hey, Stefan, you're in danger because I had this in. So I wasn't looking and the anxiety was actually a physical instinct for me to understand that my environment was not. Yeah. There's a little warning. So those anxieties are not bad either. You shouldn't not notice them because in that situation, me noticing that anxiety. And as soon as I noticed it, it went away. Yeah. You know, anxiety is not fake. It exists for a reason. Yeah. You know, fight or flight response. My body was like, hey, dude, you're in an unsafe environment. You don't know it yet. You need to have more awareness. This is a little alarm going off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true. And we will get into this a whole nother day because we are just, I could, I yeah, like we're, we, we got to like, diverge because we are, we are go really. on to <laughs> everything, but yeah, it's a whole, it's, it's a lot of, you know, that decent or, you know, figuring out, is this my anxiety? Is this my intuition? When I'm opening myself up to all of these things, let me do it with a little, you know, uh, purpose behind it, intention behind it of let the good stuff in. And I'm really, I'm like a stickler for positive wording, like coming from like the fourth grade teacher in me, because if you say, don't talk all your students here, talk, you know, where you got to hear say, be quiet so that they hear quiet. And so my phrase that I always do when I'm cleansing a space, like when I'm, you know, doing an apartment house cleansing, whatever it is, when I'm protecting is I always say good, positive, benevolent, energies and vibes welcome all others must leave i don't even like to say any bad like that's just me personally like do what works for you but i don't Mm -hmm. even like to say bad you know at all and i know that others will say only energies who are here for my highest good may stay you know whatever whatever the thing is but i i like the idea of setting that intention ahead of time and i feel like me personally, I feel like I've got a built-in alarm system. Like I am so protected. I've always felt that way my entire life. And I know some people have the opposite where they don't feel that at all. And they really need to have defenses up. I feel like over my lifetimes, I have built like a very good alarm system and I am so protected. And so I rarely (laughs) feel the need to set myself up for that because I already assume it as part of my being. But I, I really like right. the idea of adding that into, you know, whenever you're trying to get into this space, because we only want the good stuff. We only want the good stuff. We only want it. And you can't connect if you're closed. Yeah. Yeah. So let's end on that. Hey, let's end on those ideas of like, you can really explore this safely, um, but it does require openness. Yeah. Yeah. And please let us know. That's it how, you know, maybe you've experienced channeling either by getting a reading from someone or experiencing it yourself. We are like two like Gemini placement people and like Sagittarius Gemini risings who like love connecting with people. So really, if you are here and you are listening, whether you know us or not, please reach out. We're very, very open to all of the amazing community connections. And I'll just like, you know, go right into it. Then please follow us over at mystic.gossip over on Instagram and our individual Instagrams are tarot for light is where you can find Stefan and I am at magical.bookclub so please reach out to us and follow along and also thank you to everybody who has rated reviewed subscribed to the podcast and 
helping us spread the light and share the message and just chit chat and have a good time with talking about all the mystical magical. And yeah, we are really excited to share this with you. Yeah, we absolutely are. And for today, we are out of tea. (laughs) See you next time. (laughs) Wait, is that it? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) We tried, guys. We tried to have a consistent ending, but I I I think it's tea's run out. Tease around. <laughs> we are the kings and queens of awkward endings. Oh. Tease run out. Okay, I I, I embrace. I embrace it. Tease okay. run out, guys. <laughs> Tease run out. Enter cute jingle. <laughs> <laughs>